Welcome back to the Free Lunch Podcast, the only podcast serving food for thought. That's all you can eat. Welcome back to the lunch table. It's your favorite pothead, Chuck Hayes. Thank you for listening to the Free Lunch Podcast, the only podcast that serves food for thought. That's all you can eat. This episode is brought to you by the good people at Conway Sound Studios. Josh is behind the boards as usual, cooking up extra crispy chicken, even though it's probably chicken, not chicken, but uh, (laughs) cauliflower wings, you know what I'm saying? It's vegan over here at the lunch table. You do what you do, but we got to serve up the vegan side. But um, if you're interested, come on down to the west side, 38th Street to be exact, where you can uh, get your next vocal project done. That's 3156 West 38th Avenue, Denver, Colorado. Also, be on the lookout for my first book, Front Street, The New Golden Rule, a philosophical self-improvement book that encourages you to be a congruent, credible being in order to teach people how you want to be treated. The book touches on topics like political correctness, karma, self-improvement, consequences, the power of language, and many, many other things. In order to learn more, Continue to listen to the Free Lunch Podcast and tweet me at C-H-U-C-K underscore H-A-Z-E using the hashtag Front Street to get to know more. Uh, Also, use the hashtag the Free Lunch Podcast if you're listening on iTunes or SoundCloud. Uh, Be sure to leave a a comment, five-star review. Let us know how you're feeling about the episode. Just in general, get involved with the conversation because without you, there is no us. We need we got a whole bunch of regulars out there. Uh, we got a whole bunch of countries paying attention to the Free Lunch Podcast, not just the USA, not just Denver, Cali, Texas, Florida, New York, uh, Mexico, all types of places. We're all over the world serving food for thought, man. Uh, if, if you didn't listen to the last episode, Mother's Day just passed. Uh, I had my wonderful mother on the episode. We talked about parenting and her growth as a mother and a woman. 
It was great conversation. Uh, Josh loved it. Josh said he was going to send it to his mom. Uh, He was so heartfelt. He was sharing. uh, He was an open book after that, sharing all types of secrets and stuff. It was cool, you know what I'm saying? So make sure you check out that that episode and let us know how you feel. And always be sure to let your, your mom know how you feel, despite Mother's Day, you know what I'm saying? Always celebrate your parents. Anyway, without further ado, let's get on with this week's episode. Uh, we're getting into a little geek shit this week. Just a, just a little nerd-like. Uh, it's school, you know what I'm saying? So we got to do a, a little bit. I, I want to wear pocket protectors. I don't have glass around my glasses this week. I don't even wear glasses, but it's all good. <laughs> I got some dope guests in the building. Uh, a new guest and an old guest as well. The the co-host of this, of this here podcast. Uh, Broey3000 is back in the building. Give a hearty, hearty hand clap for my man. Say what's up to the people, Broey. Man, yo, we back at it again. <clears throat> got the free lunch popping. We got the soup ready. We got the square pizzas, the nuggets on deck, the good string fries. We, Don't forget ready the chocolate to go milk. Got, man, we got the chocolate milk. As a matter of fact, we're coming with the whole, the whole milk today, all right? <laughs> coming with the whole yo, milk. Yo, were you, were you a whole milk, strawberry milk, or a chocolate milk, dude? Because I strictly chocolate was milk chocolate every milk. Single that's, what, day. that's what I'm talking about. That's chocolate what I'm talking about. And I always had, I always had two bucks to hit the, uh, hit the, uh, the snack machines to get of a Powerade, a blue Powerade. Of course. You wasn't really popping. Didn't walk around the halls with a blue Powerade. Yeah, and you had to have a bag of chips, too, fam. You can't forget that. Of you know course. what I mean? <laughs> a little snack on the side. But uh, I want you to introduce this guest because, of course, you always bring him to me, and uh, we always knock him down properly. So um, introduce your homie to the, to the lunch table, my man. Uh, yeah, of course, of course. This is my man, 50 grand, 100 million, uh, take it back, uh, like four flats. Yo, this is Silly Genius. One of the dopest artists out of Virginia, bar none. My man's been doing it for a long time. Got a lot of great sketch work, a lot of great... He's doing walls and murals now. Uh, he's come out with some action figures. He does dope, dope, dope album flips. It's like, yo, shout out to Silly Genius. Uh, let, let the people know what you're talking about, Silly. What's up, what's up, man? Silly Genius. Uh, man, I mean, I just do a little bit of everything, man. Just try to touch on like all the stuff that influenced me, so... My man Silly is in a, in a bunker somewhere. You know what I'm saying? It's all good though. Uh, we, we're lucky enough to have him. <laughs> we're lucky enough to have him. But uh, I, I recently, um, Broby got me hit to Silly, and I, I checked out all his work. Uh, his Tumblr is, is dope. Yes, Tumblr is still alive. If you if you're a creative, you know what I'm saying. And uh, he had a dope photography uh, section on there. I saw all the mural work, you know what I'm saying? All the paintings and stuff. Now I'm hearing about action figures. You're a rapper as well. Man, tell the people, like, you're a five-tool <laughs> character, you know what I'm saying? Like, what, what exactly, what is this? What, what, what type of genius are you? I mean, I just, I've been doing this since I was, like, five. So, like, everything, everything that I touched, I kind of, I just loved it. So I just went after it. I hear you, man. Follow your mind. You know what I'm saying? That, that's dope, bro. That's dope. Uh, it sounds like you're a multifaceted guy for sure. I've seen all your work. Uh, Broey knows a lot of things. He talks about a lot of things as well. But like I said, we're getting geeky this week, and we're diving all the way into some comic books because it's comic book movie season. The first one was unveiled, Guardians of the Galaxy, highly anticipated volume two after uh, the first one, which was fantastic. Uh, Top three, top five Marvel movie, but we'll get into that a little bit later. 
And uh, what this week, this past weekend, it just dropped. Grimora's back. Star Lord's back. Uh, Rocket Raccoon. Uh, Drax, <laughs> he's back. Unfortunately, uh, <laughs> we got Baby Groot, which he almost stole the show. And um, some uh, a cast of new characters, and we actually learned a lot about all of these characters. Man, it was a a great film in my opinion. It started off the movie season properly, and um, I feel like it sparked a good conversation for many different reasons. So we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about the whole comic book season from uh, from May all the way to November uh, for Thor Ragnarok. There's uh, DC in there. They're trying to make a comeback with Wonder Woman. Justice, Justice League is dropping. Hey. Who, who knows if Superman is alive? And uh, we'll, we'll see what's going on with, with the drunken Ben Affleck Batman. And uh, <laughs> so we're, we're going to get into all of that. We've got some hot takes coming. Uh, Broy, we were talking before uh, the recording, and Broy's got some hot takes for sure. Uh, Silly Genius was reserved. He was holding his, his bullets, you know what I'm saying? So I know he got a uh, few to fire off. Um, I know Silly Genius uh, saw, the, uh, saw the movie. Broy didn't see it. I mean, he's a, he's a film guy, so he has, he has to do some things a particular way. So me and Silly, uh, we're going to get into some spoilers. Uh, spoiler alert, if you hadn't seen the movie, it's your fault. We don't care. This is uh, almost a week now, so go ahead. Go see the movie. Go pay that that matinee cash. It's like seven fifty. you know what I'm saying? Don't get no snacks or nothing. Sneak your snacks in. We encourage it, you know what I'm saying? Because I always yeah, keep a bag of candy. Free lunch, um, Right, free snacks, free snacks. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, uh, Silly, talk to me, man. Tell me how you felt about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Like it, love it, hate it. What was your favorite part? I love it. I think it's I think it's one of the top five like Marvel movies so far. Okay, okay, high praise. Wow. What'd you like? What'd you like about it? Um, the most I loved how they uh they kind of like flash forward, mm. so we don't like there's no like immediate pickup. So we by the time we get to the movie, all the characters like uh they are they know they're a team now. So we don't have to worry about the whole team building exercise montage, all that other bullshit. Like they know each other, they have a they have a rhythm where they work together already. Yeah, I, I agree. That chemistry was already there. It, it actually worked because they were annoying each other. Like, they had too much chemistry almost, and it, it worked well with all the jokes from Drax and how uh, Grimora and Star-Lord's uh, love on again, off again, unspoken thing kind of uh, was going on. I, I really enjoyed that aspect as well. Uh, my, one of my favorite parts was actually Ra- Rocket Raccoon. Low-key, he didn't play a, a huge part in the plot. Uh, even though he did steal the batteries and kind of move that along. But um, I liked how he was uh, personable, but he still was telling his jokes and he was still kind of uh, being a part of the, the team, even though he was a loner as well. It makes you want to learn more about what Rocket Raccoon had been through throughout his life because he is kind of... Uh, a weird thing You know what I'm saying Like he, he didn't ask To be torn apart or, And put into a, a A trash panda You know what I'm saying Like it's It's weird to see that thing Walking around And doing what he does But he He's bad bro Like especially the scene Where he was um With the Ravagers And he set them all up And it was just him And you saw how Capable he was And how dangerous he was All at the same time Even though he looks like A small little raccoon He was fucking him up <laughs> Like for sure And he was having A good time with it too He's kind of sadistic And I, I like that about him Yeah 
<laughs> but it was a good movie, bro. Like, and not just uh, because it was a comic, because it wasn't about a comic. It really didn't have a a, a whole lot of a plot to it. But uh, it was a good movie because it it had compelling characters and it pushed the characters along. You learned a lot more about them, especially like Star-Lord and how he uh, felt about his mom and uh, how he kind of wanted a dad. I really related to Star-Lord in, in this joint because I, I didn't have a dad, you know what I'm saying? And I kind of met him later on in life. So when that happened, it kind of... I looked up to him. I it was rough at first, but I looked up to him and then like once I kind of warmed up to, yo, like that's my dad and I kind of had to accept that. I accepted it and I realized, yo, this, this nigga's an asshole. <laughs> and it, it, it sucks, bro. Like, that's why he shot him after he learned all that shit about his mom. I'm not gonna spoil it too much for you, bro. But, like, there's like a little uh, kicker that um, Ego, his, his dad, kind of sparked his whole plight. But um, once he learned about that and shot him and tried to kill him, I was like, yes, bro. Yes, you did it. You did it for all of us. So I feel like there was like an underlying father, son, uh, abandoned, single mother, uh, kid mindset type of feeling in there as well. And you could see the underworkings of why Star-Lord always has his chest pumped up because he has to, because he is and always has been kind of vulnerable. Yeah, they, they did a, a whole lot of like really human things. Yes. That move, dealing with family, all uh, against like the backdrop of space. Like it could have been uh, based on Earth, and it would have still been like a really good movie. Absolutely. Space thing was just an afterthought. Just like, just like they did with uh, Grimora and Nebula. And we really got to see why Nebula, Nebula's plight, you know, like Thanos was fucking torturing her because she couldn't beat up her sister. Like, that's, that's some fucked up shit. And anybody would be angry at the person who's quote-unquote causing this, even though she can't do anything to Thanos, you know what I'm saying? So it was interesting because you got to see everybody's plight and why they are uh, who they are in a sense. Everybody from Ra uh, Raccoon to, to Drax too, you know what I'm saying? So it was dope, bro. It was definitely a very good movie. Uh, since you mentioned it, you said top five in the Marvel uh, Cinematic yeah. Universe. Uh, let's get That's into let's get into that, man. Um, what do you guys think are Marvel's top movies uh, since since they started with Iron Man? Let's let's start with there. That was that was the first one that kicked off this cinematic universe. I'm putting that at number one. Woo. I think. Yeah. The first Iron Man uh, and Numero Uno? The first Iron Man, yes, at number one. Um, it was such an entertaining flick. Like, it just was pure entertainment. Robert Downey Jr. absolutely nailed that role. Um, I remember that being one of the movies I saw around that time that had the most heart. I think it came out in 2008. It had a lot of heart. Uh, I just was, I was blown away. And it was at a time, I mean, I was in the Navy, so it was at a time in my life where, uh, I was like going through some stuff, but it it, 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 it touched. Got it me. was a good one. It was it was a solid one. I'm not. Sure. I would put it maybe top five. It was a good movie, mm -hmm. and it set everything That's off. Crazy, but uh, yeah, I don't think I it's don't the think Iron Man one as well. Uh, probably, I, I would have passed Civil War, passed uh, Winter yeah, Soldier. Uh, it's it's. It still got a 94% on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. It's the highest rated Marvel film so far. Eh. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. But, uh, Silly, what's your what's your uh, favorite Marvel movie? Um, man, I'm not even sure which one's my favorite. I, I like pretty much all of them. I'm going to put Winter Soldier at number one, though. Ooh. Number one, you know? hey, Winter Soldier was tough. 
That's my number. I got that at number five. I didn't like I didn't like any of the Captain Mar- uh, Americas to be honest oh, with you. Oh, we got well, the, we got the first Captain one. The America first one was cool. Like uh, no, the first one I didn't watch. The first yeah. one I didn't watch. Winter Soldier was cool. That was the first one I tuned into. And then um, Civil War was was hype for me, man. Like I really didn't appreciate Civil War to be honest with you. I liked Whoa. I liked to see Black Panther. That was cool. <laughs> I did like to see Black Panther. I like to see um, Spider Man. That was that was of course dope. And the airplane uh, fight scene, of course, a plus. You know what I'm saying, without a doubt. But um, it, I felt like it was a weak motivation to kind of pull out that uh, the Winter Soldier killed Iron Man's uh, parents. I didn't like that yeah, at all. You know, I, I felt like that was very uh, forced. And then uh, that fight, though, that fight that uh, Captain America and uh, Iron Man had, that shit was epic. I can't even front on that. Like, when he was <laughs> slamming the the, uh, the shield into Tony's shit, like, that was, I was fearing yeah. for Tony's life, bro. I thought Tony was done. I think that Yeah, that, <laughs> that fight was, has got a little bit of foreshadowing as well, because uh, they're talking about making, turning Winter Soldier into Captain America. They're going to give Bucky that slot. Because uh, Chris Evans is kind of done. He he wants to be done with these films. I think after Infinity, he wants to get out uh, and start directing. And so I watched a couple. It was a uh, Bucky was kind of good. He was doing like a um, like a little talk, almost like a TED talk, but it was like a like a Comic Con type of Marvel thing. Cinematic. Yeah, kind of one of those type deals. Um, and he was talking about it. And he was saying that like he might be coming into that role as uh, Captain America. It's either gonna be him or uh, Falcon. It's gonna get Interesting. Interesting. I, I'm not sure how I feel about that, to be honest with you. Uh, I'm not, like I said, I'm not a big Captain America fan. So, like, whether he comes or goes is cool with me, but I don't know about replacing him with, with a Bucky or, or a Hawkeye. Because, I mean, Hawkeye is fucking, um, he's what's his name from uh, Eight Mile. Like, I can't get with him. Nah, you talking, talking about Falcon? Yeah, Hawkeye Falcon. Hawkeye is Jeremy. Uh, yeah, I can't. But I can't get with him. I can't. I can't get with Simon, man. Oh, Papa you know Doc saying? from Eight Mile. Go ahead, <laughs> yo. Yeah, Papa Doc. <laughs> like his, his real name, Clarence, my nigga, not Hawkeye. Get the get the fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> but I, I would say my favorite Marvel movie, and this is this is left field, man. This is very left field. I'm not sure if I could put it number one, but my personal favorite. And I didn't even expect this. Ant-Man. That was my shit. That was my shit, bro. Like, that was a fun movie. It didn't try to force anything. Okay. It didn't have any expectations. And it, it blew me away, bro. The, from the going mi- macro to micro and really being able to show the, the micro of it, like all the aspects of it from him being like completely like all the way small and um, all that shit to making things really big, like the ants and the, uh, the Thomas the Train and shit. That was, that was really cool to me. Uh, and I like the plot because you got to see the, the character grow into a hero because he was kind of he didn't really want to be a hero kind of like Doctor Strange yeah. but it didn't really work well for Doctor character. Strange it's a good hero's journey because Doctor yeah. Strange was pompous you know what I'm saying like he was still kind of a dickhead after because like he he could read all these books and he was so smart like that never went away and he was still really cocky about that aspect but uh, Ant-Man showed some real humility and I don't really like the the actor I forget his name is Paul something but he was in um, Paul Rudd. Yeah, Paul Rudd. He was in uh, for, Forgiving Sarah Marshall, I think, or um, the other movie that's just. Like, he was in Knocked Up. He was in Knocked Up, G. 
I don't, I don't remember what the movie's called. But it, 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 he, it was, it was with... Um, I Love You, Man. Boom, I Love You, Man. That's what I'm talking about. He, it was yeah. with I Love You, Man. I feel like Forgetting Sarah Marshall and I Love You, Man are the, like the same team. The same movie? It's yeah, almost the yeah, same film. For sure. Ah, that, that's, a, that's, a, <laughs> that's something else. But I feel like Paul Rudd, uh, with low expectations, he really did his thing. And he was like the low-key, the star of... Um, Civil War, uh, minus Spider Man, but Ant Man wow. really did his thing is in in Civil War. Yo, he stole the show. You got it scalded. You got it scalded right now. But when he Spider-Man. went big, Spider Man stole. First off, because uh, it was Black about Panther. Uh, Black Panther really stole the show. Okay, that's what I most agree. really went to go see. Spider Man stole the show for look, sure. Nobody had saying, expectations. Nobody had expectations for Ant Man. They were like, oh, you know, fuck this nigga. What is he gonna do? Right. Small. Uh, but he really, he gotta, really showed up and showed out. I I bought Iron Man. I bought uh, excuse me, Ant Man tickets three months in three months in advance, and I bought them for the 4D at uh, at uh, LA Live at the Staples Center. Oh, so I, I went to see this. it in 4D. So I, my expectations were sky high. So I, I saw it in a kind of a weird state. I was drunk that night. I took a girl out <laughs> for her birthday. We're not gonna get into that. Uh, <laughs> They had like the chairs were rocking. They had water mist coming at you. Like the seats would vibrate every once in a while. Steam would come out, and I just was like, "Yo, this is too much right now." I really just wanted to take Shorty back to the back to the crib and get down. And she was she loved it. So I was like, I mean, I enjoyed the film. It was okay. I think it was good to see Ti get in there. Um, what's the other boy name? Uh, I can't never remember that cast name, but it was it was an okay film. It's number twelve on my list. Yeah, you scalded with this. I didn't say it was. I didn't say it was number one. I would put it in my personal number six, number seven. You know what I'm saying? What is number one? Where's the true number one? That's very. That's very very tough for me. But I'm going Iron Man number two. Iron Man two was dope for me. It was fun. What is number... Oh, so the second Iron Man was... Second Iron Man. Um, not Omega Red, but his name was like Shockwave. Shockwave, yes. Yes, yeah. Shockwave. That was a good one. That, that, was, was, that was a good one. That was a very good movie. I feel like that was the best... Uh, one of the best Marvel villains, like top three Marvel villain, because it felt like wow. Tony could lose to him. You know what I'm saying? Like it felt like they were on the yeah. same page. Like, yo, how is how is Tony gonna figure out how to beat this dude? Because he was gonna have to upgrade his shit or whatever. You know, it, it was a true challenge for for him, uh, which you really don't see. I mean, Ultron was supposed to be this huge thing, but he really wasn't oh, a, a big villain. I feel like Ultron fell flat on his face, man. I really didn't appreciate him as a villain. But um, uh, yeah, That's yeah. Crazy. They didn't have it. Uh, they didn't have it in that movie. But uh, Ant Man, Hank Pym actually created Ultron. He's the yeah. one that designed Ultron. You know what? That's a good. That's I a thought good that was funny. Um, let's let's get into that, man. Uh, some of I have some issues with with Marvel. Uh, mostly uh, most of them oh. are comic book based. <laughs> but, you know, not okay. sticking with this story. Stuff like Ultron and uh, forgetting Hank Pym. Uh, really, because of rights and stuff like that, because uh, wasn't yeah. um, Franklin Richards was involved in that as well, right? He was involved in that. Yeah, Reed series. Richards. Yeah. Oh, Franklin Richards, yeah, son, the super. Oh no, smart Reed kid, Richards. Yeah. My bad, my, my bad, Reed Richards. That was what I was to say. Wow, he's something else. But we're gonna get into that a little later. But um, yeah, I, I don't feel like what. Okay, I'll get into my biggest gripe right now. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Volume Two. At the end, they had five uh, post credits, right? Most of them were insignificant. You know, they kind of revealed a couple things. But the main thing 
was uh, the the villain Ayesha. She's was trying to figure out how to beat the Guardians of the Galaxy, right? So she came up with a plan, and all we saw was this golden cocoon. And then she said, um, I'm going to name you Adam. You know what I'm saying? The guy that comes uh, out. Ah, Adam Warlock. Which we clearly okay. know, once you see the golden cocoon, uh, the golden, the, the sovereign was supposed to be a stand-in for the, uh, the people who created Adam Warlock. I forget their name. Mm-hmm. But um, the Enclave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, really... I didn't appreciate that at all because Infinity Gauntlet, all that shit cannot happen without Adam Warlock. And personally, from the tea leaves that I'm reading, Adam Warlock won't get out that cocoon until Volume Three of Guardians of the Galaxy. And Volume Three, wow, that that won't come out till 2020, and that's supposed to restart the next yeah. wave of Marvel movies after Infinity Gauntlet, Infinity War. And I'm not cool wow. with that. I'm not cool with that at all because, I mean, Adam Warlock is the soul gem. He was the quarterback. He was Bill Belichicking out there, and he played, uh, and he was Tom Brady. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was a huge part of that plot. You can't get rid of him. He was the only one that was willing to truly stand up to Thanos. He wasn't scared of that nigga. So, without that, I feel like... My expectations for uh, Thanos Quest, Infinity Gauntlet, Infinity War dropped completely. And that hurt. That, that hurt me a lot. Because Thanos has been a 10-year buildup, fam. Like what, That's the key yeah. to all of this. And if he falls flat on his face, I might be out of here. <clears throat> I mean, I, I feel you. I try, trust me. I feel you. After reading Infinity Gauntlet, Infinity War, and Infinity Crusade... I those are, those are some of my top uh, Marvel like compilations. The top series, top of series run, Doom War being number one. I thought I thought that was incredible. But uh, I think you got to kind of take the MCU as its own own entity. If you can go into it without the expectations of the comic books, because chances are you're not going to always meet source material. Like there's just no way. Especially they don't even have a. They don't have the rights to some of the characters who helped fight Thanos. I agree. Wolverine had a piece had a piece uh, fighting Thanos. They don't have the rights to him. So, Silver uh, Surfer. You got to kind of go in with the yeah. So they don't even have Silver. That's crazy. He's the one that really he yeah. came to Earth. He kicked and it was off. Like yo, we got it. Yeah, we got it. He went down to uh, the 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 Sanctum Sanctorum and was yeah. like yo, yo, we got work to do. <laughs> this, this man Thanos is wow. Yeah, that he uh, was he was scared, bro. Like he was really frightened. Yeah. Like it was it was on it. I was reading that. I was like, yo, Silver Surfers is shook right now. Like yo, this is this got to be some real some real deal. And that kicked off me get really getting into Thanos. I used to play I used to play Marvel superheroes and Marvel's Capcom. And Thanos was so annoying. And anytime I played online, people was like wilding with Thanos, all the stuff he could throw. I'd be like, yeah, I hate this guy. <laughs> But after reading Infinity Gauntlet, I really went in and dove back into Thanos, and I was like, yo, Thanos is a very dope origin. He has a dope origin story, and he is actually a very dope character. He did it for, he honestly did it for love. He loved death so much that he wanted to kill half the universe. That's so wild to me. Bro, like, his, like you said, even if you go back to, like, his childhood, like, he was in love with death and killing things, and he was, he's as sadistic as they come, but he's also brilliant like he's a genius he's up there with uh reed richards and tony stark and all the uh, black panther he's up there with with the intellect of, of everybody in the galaxy but like his whole story fam is just 
That nigga was eternity for a hot second, bro. Like, you can't fuck this up. Oh, yeah. You cannot fuck this up. Like, we have to see him turn he into... Had a we have to see it, bro. Like, if, and if, if it's he's not... Bun, he's buns for losing a gauntlet. He is... At the end of the day, he's still buns for losing. Like, how you got the entire Infinity Gauntlet? But, but that's why Adam Warlock is so key, though. All he to see. But that's why Adam yeah, Warlock is true. so key, because he's the only one that sees why he can lose that gauntlet. You know what I'm saying? But, like... Yeah. That, but that's what I'm saying, though. Like, uh, the comic stuff, they... There's some I like the the stretching of it a little bit, but there's some things that you have to get right. And Infinity Gauntlet, Infinity War, all of this is something that you absolutely have to get right. But what are you guys? Uh, what are you guys? Some of you guys' gripes with uh, Marvel and the MCU? Silly. Um, my gripes are uh, how they don't always connect the shows and the movies. Mm. Ooh. Uh, like, like, take Agents for S.H.I.E.L.D., for example, right? Uh, like, after Winter Soldier, that entire season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was about uh, Hydra infiltrating S.H.I.E.L.D. And then, after uh, after Civil War, it's like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. whole show is about Inhumans. That is no mention. Like, they mentioned, like, Sokovia for, like, one time, like, in one episode. But other than that, they're on a completely different storyline. And then, you have the Netflix shows. Where like they they speak about uh, the Avengers like in code they call them, like the, the green guy and the, and the flag waver whatever like we know like you're in New York like <laughs> aliens just attacked your city and you speak about them in code as if nobody knows they're there or something. Nah, for real, they act like uh, New York is like a whole world when you, they're in Manhattan and you're in Hell's Kitchen, fam, and they're in Harlem. Like, what yeah. are you talking about? Nah. You're right down. You're like 30, 45 minutes away. I, <clears throat> it's five train stops away. Right. <laughs> five train stops. But we were talking about that um, before we started recording. Netflix is so disconjointed from everything. And like you said, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., where are they in the whole timeline and all that stuff? Because they're supposed to be introducing the Inhumans because that's supposed to be on ABC as well. So it's oh, it's a man. lot of a mess. So it's like, where does this Yo. all fit? Because <laughs> it needs to be connected. Like, oh, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about the Inhumans. I don't even know that Colson is still alive. They don't even mention it. That's what I'm saying, man. It's not... It, it, it gets incongruent. What were you about to say? That Inhumans... I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to... I don't want to kill it before it comes out. But just from the the, the like the promo photos I've seen, Inhumans look so booty. They look like, trash. I don't, don't even want to watch... Black Bolt's outfit. I'm like, yo, what is this? This is a Game of Thrones throwaway. Fam. Get out of here. Medusa's wig looks crazy. Like she got that joint off 34th Street. Like that joint is crazy. And I want to be like, what are y'all about to put out? Like it's appetizers. They're really they they're throwing us these little like doggy treats in between the films, and it kind of bugs me because I'm like, yo, y'all could probably give some young creatives, like toss them that budget. And let them run wild with some of Marvel's like either lesser known uh, entities, or or let them get a crack at some of these. Because I'm like, yo, I know people loved Luke Cage, people love Jessica Jones. It's kind of a fresh take on more darker characters, more human superheroes, uh, quote unquote. But it's still it's appetizers. It ain't it ain't getting it done for me. It's not filling. I watched Jessica Jones, and by the fifth episode, I was like, yo, I get this. It's the same. This is gonna be the same formula each time. <laughs> 
since since we here, but that's just me. That's my favorite. Since we here, let's talk I about. I love the though. Since we here, let's get into the uh, the outskirts of the MCU, uh, Netflix, ABC stuff like that, um, and then we'll get into some expectations for the upcoming movies. How do uh, how do y'all feel about the Netflix joints? Because me personally, I I like them. I like some of them. Um, I don't like all of them, but how do y'all feel? I like them. I just hate how they are like, uh, okay, all of the Netflix shows take place, they all take place at the same time, but they're all like two, three years behind the movies. Because all of the stuff in the Netflix really? shows are happening. Yeah, they all, all yeah. the stuff is happening right after Avengers 1. Man, no, not that it, at all. I don't like that at all. <laughs> It's like a, like a, gl- a glance in time. Uh, they're they're paced badly for me. For being Netflix, they're paced a little badly. Like it's tough for me to really get into them because I'm 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 down for the Marvel movies like through and through. Civil War for me was like an injection. Like that was like heroin. I was that pacing was perfect. They when they came through with the action, they came through with what they need to come through with. Uh, but Civil War is number four for me. That's crazy that you didn't like that. Um, it dropped and then to see Doctor the- Strange with the oh Ooh. man, you're tripping. But to see Doctor Strange with the visuals, like those Netflix and the ABC shows just do not compare. So I I don't even want to watch them until maybe like everything is run dry and I can look back like oh oh let me let me get this like Agents of Shield a try or let me get his uh, let me give Luke Cage a little holler. <laughs> uh, I don't I let try me see to what's get going on in Harlem. <laughs> Yeah, let me see what's happening in Hell's Kitchen. I'm not gonna front. I'll keep it ultra funky with you. Uh, ben Affleck's Daredevil was a hot film. Now I'm saying this because I was on a date with Boy. a very young, lovely young lady at the time. I was on a date with a very lovely young lady at the time. But but Ben Affleck's Daredevil was not a bad film. That yo. shit was hot trash, boy. What what are you oh, talking about? Go back and watch that. that and sh- it's not that bad. I promise you. That go shit revisit was horrid. that. Not as bad as you think. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna go back and watch it because you are the free lunches uh, film aficionado. I gotta give you that. I gotta take your your, your opinion for what it is. But but I remember watching that shit, being happy and excited, Bruh, They fucked King Kingpin's knees up, and he was done. <laughs> they tore his. They Yo, needed double knee pain, construction, and it was, was over. Hot move. No, <laughs> that was a hot move for them. Michael Clark Duncan as Kingpin was a very hot move. It was supposed to I'm be. They made him look like a bitch, bro. Like they tore his meniscus <laughs> and it was a wrap. He couldn't move no more. He was yeah, Derrick Rose. Oh, <laughs> uh, like nah, fam. I'm gonna go back and watch it. I'm gonna definitely get at you. <laughs> then we gonna talk about I that. I can't vouch. I can't vouch for Electra. I can't <laughs> oh, that's what I was about Electra, to say. But... Electric was <laughs> booty. <laughs> Electra was for that. But, see, like we can't even. Daredevil was not as bad as people think. Daredevil was not as bad as people think, man. See, uh, we trust me. Yo, it takes sometimes to like to watch things out of context and then just watch a movie as like a good entertaining flick. And you watch the old Daredevil joint, and it's a good film. All right, bro. Daredevil was up there with Incredible Hulk, and both of those with the skeleton <laughs> bone guy. Edward, Edward yeah, yeah. The dude that, that, was, that was getting too, spinal yo, taps. That was a the good dude that too, was getting yo. spinal taps. Yo. That was a good movie. Fuck no. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> no, yeah. that shit was insane, it's been, bro. It's been, I can't remember dude's name, but it was one bad Hulk movie. But when he, he was really jumping all across the, the globe, <laughs> with, uh, with, uh, with Nick Nolte, it's like Nick Nolte like from his father or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Nick Nolte, though. I mean, and what's crazy is here's my thing. The Netflix joints, the Netflix and ABC joints don't even hit the animated films. They don't even Ooh, touch those. Hot take. That's because I, I those agree. are great. World War Hulk uh, animated film, incredible. The Thor versus the Hulk, Wolverine versus the Hulk. Now I'm not gonna let you um, completely not- shit on um, the Netflix series because Luke Cage was fire. Uh, for who Danny Rand was in this universe, I feel like he was kind of cool. Um, Daredevil's all right, and Jessica Jones never took a shower, so I wasn't a fan of that. But um, oh, but that's she that's just, she's, she's gonna put a different pair of jeans on, bro. bro. She wore the same jeans every day. I got really oil stains. Like play. it looks like she works at a fucking um a car dealership, bro. Like she wears a Jiffy Lube. She looks like a looks like a bar back. Right. Like, <laughs> I, I don't understand how Iron Fist is like the worst of those shows, but like. How do you let Daredevil have better fights than Iron Fist? Like, Iron Fist is supposed to be the nicest. Oh, man. How was Iron Fist not All right, easy? let's get it. How was Iron Fist a white guy? Let's get it. Let's that, get that, it. That, like, that, I would be that person that was like a little woke, that was like, as soon as they revealed that he was white, that he wasn't like at least at least half Asian, I could have given him like, yo, get a, get a, get a biracial. Like, I'm, 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 I'm a cape for my peoples. I'm a cape for my peoples. Get a biracial person in there. Get an Asian guy. Uh... It please and make this good, and then I started catching the, the reviews. I heard he was white. I was like, "Yo, I can't even get this a try right now." I'm, I'm, <laughs> I might watch it out of context one day and be like, "All right, let me let me see if this was hot." But man, fam, it's I not, can't. It's not, go ahead, you got it. It's not entirely unwatchable. It's just like, mm-hmm. just like someone like I hate I hated Danny Ring the entire show. Oh, I like everybody else, but I. Alright, so, bro. Alright, I'm gonna give it to y'all. I'm gonna give y'all. I'm gonna give y'all my Danny Rand theory. Alright, so you know how they were talking about the Iron Fist is an inc- uh, incarnation, and it happens again and again and again and again. And yeah. this one just so happens to be another Iron Fist. Right? He he punched the dragon. He got the power, or whatever. He got the glowy fist thing. I'm a bobber, but uh, it it wasn't working and shit because truthfully. That's part of his plight. Like, he didn't really believe in himself because, like, he lost his parents and all that stuff. He had a lot of emotional shit that he had to, like, overcome as well. And that's why, like, um, his flame wasn't as lit as the other Iron Fist. He wasn't as good as the other Iron Fist. Remember, um, Madame Lau kept saying, you're the Iron Fist? And uh, the dude who was trying to help him with his powers, they were like, yo, you're the Iron Fist? Like, you don't know how to do the X, Y, Z? Like... Come on, fam. It was meant, it was like a running joke that he was a, a incompetent Iron Fist in a sense. You feel me? And that's why he was a white guy. He's kind of dingy blondish in a way. He uh they tried to make him uh like a quote unquote not this might be a stretch, like a sex symbol a little bit, because he was like really having sex with the, with with, with uh, his chick or whatever. Kind of like Luke Cage, because Daredevil wasn't doing any of that. Daredevil was getting no trim, like <laughs> it was weird. But like <laughs> Luke Cage was, and fucking um, uh, Danny Rand was as well. So that kind of plays into their plot uh, as well. But um, yeah, he just wasn't one of the greatest Iron Fists, and maybe the 
the one in the comics was, but this one in particular wasn't. And that's why uh, in like Defenders, he's going to play like a certain role. And that's why it kind of works for him. That's the way I saw it. He was just like an incompetent, goofy Iron Fist learning how to become the real Iron Fist. Even at the end of the, the whole series, he wasn't really the Iron Fist yet because he doesn't even have the double yet. You know what I'm saying? He could barely uh, keep his joint lit at all times. So that's his plight. And I feel like it worked for him because he is a dingy blonde. So I, I was watching it Are from that perspective. Are they going to have a season two, though? Yes. Uh, Are they going to have a season two? I, I, I oh, think they so. They got to give him a chance. Was so bad that they might get rid of that joint. They got to give him a chance. If they can get the direct or the fight director, whoever was doing the fights for Daredevil, they get him in there and uh, help him out and get some karate, get some kung fu, whatever, and get him in the gym every single day so he has some muscle oh. instead of a bird chest. <laughs> It'd be all right. You know what I mean? It'd be all right. I think it, I, I think it depends on what happens after Defenders. Like, how people receive that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What are your uh, defenders' expectations, real quick? Let's get into that. Some expectations for the up and coming joints. I think I think defenders are gonna be. We only got like eight episodes. Yeah. They kind of. Gotta move quick. Yeah. But I think it's gonna be dope just to see all the characters like interacting on screen. I agree. I agree. It's always good to bring that all that together. You know. Like the scene I'm looking forward to the most is when like. At some point, I'm sure the Punisher's going to show up. Mm. He's going to try. Yeah, to there we go. He's going to try to shoot Luke Cage, and he can't. That's the only. That's the scene I'm looking for the most. That's going to be fire. That's going to be fire for sure. I would like to see him in Defenders pop up one time, causing some fucking mayhem. Cause that dude, his his show is gonna be insane for sure. I'm pretty sure that's dropping uh, later on this fall. But of course, his story is just nothing but bullets and blood. Like he was playing no games, my nigga, and I, I love that aspect of him. But um, bro, what, what were your uh, what are your defenders' uh, expectations? Uh, I'm I'm going into it with zero expectations, just because I don't want to I don't want to shit on it before it even drops. Because I, I have a tendency to be like, nah. That's not, it's not going to happen. But I'm going to with zero um, expectations. However, I do want to pose a question real quick since we brought up The Punisher. What has been the best non-Marvel produced Marvel entity film? Ooh, that's, that's a tough question to unravel, my man. You're going to have to uh, say that one more time. Stand by, stand <laughs> by uh, all right, so, I mean, the Marvel entity films, i.e. Blade, uh, Howard the Duck, uh, Fantastic Four that all haven't been produced by Marvel Studios themselves. Got you. Okay. So, okay, I got you. So, ask the question one more time. So, what has been the best Marvel entity film that hasn't been produced by Marvel Studios? It's not in the MCU. The first Fantastic Four. Wow. Okay. Yeah, the first, the, the first one. Chris Evans as uh Yep, Chris Evans. Name? Johnny Storm. Yep. Captain uh, America as Johnny Storm. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh what was her name? Um Honey. Honey as uh, <laughs> well, uh Jessica Fantastic. Alba as the invisible Jessica woman. Alba. Wow. Yeah, invisible hey, she killed that. She killed she, that. She though, killed that so. shit. She killed that shit. I felt That's uh, the one, is that the one where the thing couldn't pick up the ring? Yeah, he tried to pick it up at the end. Yeah. He was just like, uh, just reaching for it. That sh- yo, that had me dying the, laughing. So that was a great one. The thing uh, a had a, a nice emotional play. Like you really were kind of yeah. feeling for him as well. I, I like that. Joint. Yeah. 
That's all right. That's a good pick. What about you, Silly? What you got, Silly? I think Silly about to say Blade. Yeah, I'm going Blade. Yeah, Wesley Snipes. Any other? No, I don't think any of the other Marvel movies happened without Blade. Hmm. I I, Blade I, I forget Blade is a Marvel movie most of the time. To be honest with you. But uh, I, I like Blade. I feel like they probably should shouldn't have went to a Trinity because there was a lot of random blood shit. Like for me, it was a little too much sometimes. Like blood flowing everywhere. You know what I'm saying like it was it was weird. All the the orgies and shit. It was a lot of occultic signs in there. Uh, the tattoos and shit. Uh, but the fights and the fact that it was Wesley Snipes fucking up a whole bunch of white people was cool. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I, I I enjoyed seeing him slice off some heads for sure, for sure. Wesley got some street cred for for Blade, but um, yeah, that was random. <laughs> that was that was definitely a random. What, what's your favorite one, uh, bro? Well, just the question. <clears throat> uh, I'm going Howard the Duck. That's that's an OG. Ooh. Nobody, people don't even know that's a Marvel entity. He plays like a nice little role. He's actually he plays a role in Infinity. Yeah, uh, he's like. As well, you can see him in, um, I want to say, Guardians of the Galaxy 1. He's, he's, like in, he's in the spot. second one, too. But um, I actually... Okay, work. I, I know about Gar- uh, Howard the Duck because I did a, a project on the worst movies of all time. And oh, Howard the Duck was number it. two. No, no, I did it by box office. I did it by box office. And, um, oh, okay, Howard okay, the okay. Duck is second all time, or like top three all time worst grossing movies. That movie was terrible, my nigga. I love the character though, and I, I, he's hilarious to me. You know what I'm saying? Like just because I did that project and I know who he was, I watched the movie uh, maybe like two, three years ago. Terrible, my nigga. Terrible. But uh, yeah, yeah, Howard the Duck is cool. Uh, he's a he's he's definitely um got a little cult following just because he's that bad. It's it's funny. But yeah, he he's in volume. He's in volume two. You gotta go see it. <laughs> I so I'm trying to tell you. Last week, last week of a, of a film's run, I tried right. to catch it on like a Wednesday or Thursday. All right. Empty theater. Best way to watch a movie. Right. Everybody at the lunch table right now, <laughs> please, I implore you. I implore you to try this method. Try to stay away from hey, the reviews. I'm gonna tell you this. Try to, try to stay away. I'm going to see I'm going to see Wonder Woman on the first day. I'm oh a, I'm gonna tell you that. I'm first, the, that first, the first uh, matinee. On on that Friday, I'm going to see Wonder Woman. Let's, yeah, because I can't wait to that. see. DC I can't wait to see the DC universe be set up something proper because it's going to be fire, bro. I have I, think it's gonna, I have sky it's gonna high expectations for Wonder Woman, and I have no doubt that they're going to be met. Wonder Woman's going to be fire. Somebody about to shoot you out the sky, bro. You about to get a World War II Japanese plane. You bro, can, you we're, we're going to get to see. We're going to get to see how it started. We're going to get to see uh, the terror, the the terror demons. We're going to get to see uh, hopefully Dark Side, uh, all the destruction. We get get to see um, uh, Zeus create the the land for for all the Amazons. He, we're going to get to see him create the Amazons. Oh, Island. We're going to get to yeah yeah. We're going to get to see Ares. Like this shit is going to be fire, bro. And it's all based Man, on like World so. War Two or World War One. Uh, I think it, it's going to be dope, one, bro. Yeah. It's going to be Man, very I hope dope. So. What are y'all I'm expectations for uh, for Wonder Woman? Zero. Zero. I have high expectations for Aquaman. I'll keep it funky. I'm not a DC I hater. Think he's gonna be trash. I love DC. 
But we'll oh, talk about that. Man. We'll get, we'll Yo, get into that we with Justice League. Spectrum, G. Uh, we're going to get into that. Into the lunch table today, all right? I'm at the, I'm at the far end doing the uh, grinding beat on the table. Uh, <laughs> and you're you trying to clown people. you roasting uh, the nerds at the other table, though. You're bugging. <laughs> Yo, hey, I'm trying to tell them what's I, what. From the, from the previews, from the trailers, it's too much going on. It just looks like they're trying. I don't know if it's going to be a good movie as much as it's going to be. They're trying to just... They're trying to wash us clean from that that travesty that was Suicide Squad, as well as that Batman versus Superman, which, yo, you could have you could have paid me to go into that film, and I still would have walked out halfway through. Um, so I think they're they're trying to get crazy with the explosions, with the with the graphics, with the wild action going down. I don't know that I'm buying into it. I love Diana as a character. I love Wonder Woman. I think she's super dope, especially in uh, if you ever watch um, the DC movies. The DC animated films are incredible. If you ever get a chance to watch Flash Paradox, uh, Man. she, her, and her and Superman kind of go like nuts in that one. It's like her and Superman versus like Aquaman takes over, and they all like start a war. It's crazy, but she's a beast. I, I mess with Wonder Woman. I just don't with this. Uh, the film I feel like I feel like they're showing off Wonder Woman's powers because they're trying to say like we saw her in Batman versus Superman and a little bit of what she could do, but now yeah. we get to see her whole story and what those powers can do and how they progress with the gauntlets and the lasso and the God Killer Sword and all that stuff. And when she fights Ares, uh, I feel like that's going to be like a real battle because uh, really I feel like I hope so. One of the best parts of uh, Batman versus Superman, even though the ending was kind of whack, was the the super fight. It was a lot going on but you got to see a lot a lot of their uh, uh powers a lot of their power mm-hmm. spectrum because uh, uh what was it apocalypse right that was his name the uh the the, the villain in um uh batman doomsday. Superman. doomsday yeah doomsday apocalypse doomsday same shit <laughs> but um i'm just playing but um i he was a formidable uh person you know what i'm saying a formidable villain so they really had to go above and beyond and show their powers and now they're doubling down with what superwoman can do or sorry wonder woman can do because they're putting her like a superwoman because her powers are on scale with superman's uh even in the comic books you know like she is like super duper strong so we're gonna get, be able to see everything that she can do on a wide scale so i can't wait to see that for sure and like i said man it's gonna reset everything for the um dc universe it's gonna give us a lot of history of like what's going on and i feel like it's gonna cleanse the palette of of batman versus superman superman's first joint and all that because it it's going to be a good movie, man. What do you what do you think, Silly? Do you, are you on my side? You agree with me? Or are you on Broly's side of the table? Rapping to the grinding beat. <laughs> I think Wonder Woman's going to do numbers. But I oh, don't think... That's good numbers. I don't think it's going to, like, uh, correct the course they've been on so far. Mm. Like, cause Batman vs. Superman was just too bad. Because like, you, you have to go back to that movie <laughs> mm-hmm. for, the, for the story. Like you fuck the story up from the start, so you can't you can't really fix it unless you just start all over again. Uh, see, I, I feel y'all. I, I see where y'all are coming from. Uh, I didn't personally hate Batman versus Superman, but I can see why people did. But it for me, it set up uh, Justice League 
in a way that maybe not help Justice League as much, but I feel like Justice League's uh, trailers and how they're setting up the characters with Wonder Woman being uh, the, the catalyst is going to work well. It's going to flow really well. It's going to change a lot of things, Like especially after this movie, uh, Wonder Woman first and then um, Justice League in, in the fall. It's going to change the expectations. But uh, let's get into Justice League. Um, are y'all feeling Cyborg? Are y'all feeling uh, a Young Flash? Oh, well. Uh, I I'm not personally into Aquaman, Cal Drago, uh, to be honest with you, because that's all he is. Is uh, I, see, I, gotta feel, I gotta feel I gotta feel that's gonna be, yeah, I gotta feel that's gonna be a dope film. Really? <clears throat> However, uh, yeah, I gotta feel. I just it's one of those like a hunch, like a gut feeling, like they're gonna get that one right somehow. Like it'll be a dope film. It'll kind of come out of nowhere. The hype is for Wonder Woman. The hype is is there for her. I think the hype for Aquaman is not exactly there to that level. So I think they're gonna the expectations are gonna fly low and it's gonna exceed. Oh no! It might see, not be no, no, you went too far. You said Aquaman is gonna be a good movie. We're talking about Justice League for a second. Uh, do you, how are you feeling about Justice League? Oh, um, I think it's gonna make money, but it's gonna be a bad movie. Yeah, I got. I, I don't see it. I don't see it really working. They're not. They, they don't seem to have that formula at DC right now. Ever since that Dark Knight series, um, it hasn't really worked as well. Like, like Nolan killed Nolan killed that. He set the bar so high for those DC films, and they have all pretty much failed. I'll give Superman uh, the last end of the Superman film where he basically was fighting. Uh, where he was fighting. Uh, what's his name? I didn't watch that. Uh, I, that was that was a terrible movie. Yeah, when he was watching uh, when he fought General Zod, I was like, "Yo, this looks like a Dragon Ball Z battle." Like it was a high film. Uh, however, it still it still was subpar compared to those Nolan films. So DC's got to find some way to, to crawl back from. But that. see, that's like you, right now, like you were talking about earlier with the uh, the non Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. Um, Chris Nolan and them that was a tangent. Like that's way over there. That's not. That's a an outlier Batman. You know what I'm saying? Like this is I feel like this is completely different. And you're right, it is kind of ruining expectations. I mean, the Joker uh killed uh Yo, the God. next Batman. Yo. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not gonna top that, that bro. Bro, Bane was solid and people uh couldn't oh, get over oh, Joker. People couldn't couldn't get over Joker. So I mean that that thing is way over there. You gotta just set that on on the the show and let it be what it be. He actually killed it too. That's what, that's what I'm saying, bro. Uh, like that, there was a whole lot of good shit in there, but you have to take uh, Ben Affleck and this DCU for what it is, is uh, what it man. is. You know what I'm saying? And I'm a, I'm I, I'm a it's Affleck a hard guy, thing that people I'm are trying Affleck to do. Guy. I think they blew their yeah. load too fast, though. I think oh, you're right. I think you're right. Uh, they kind of rushed into this. Uh, we don't really know these characters. We're not familiar. We know their character. You know what I'm saying? We know who Wonder Woman is. We know who the Flash is. Some people don't. I personally don't. Never read a Cyborg comic, or you know what I'm saying? Did any research on Cyborg? No. I saw him on okay. Teen Titans, and that was it. But we don't know these people, fam. Like we don't. We don't know any of these niggas. I like how they put uh, Wonder Woman in there. Try to sneak her in there prior to to give us an introduction to who she is, but. I feel like they rushed it and kind of, um, yeah, they they rushed it. Definitely what Silly said. I don't I like that aspect, but they're gonna be good movies. And I like, I feel like if this works for them, 
Batman's uh, movies are going to start coming out with the, the Batman family and Batgirl and Robin and Nightwing. And that's going to be compelling, especially if um, Batman, because they set it up with Suicide Squad, the Joker kind of uh, killing um, Robin. That shit was dope. They might bring back the Red Hood. That storyline, that storyline in comics they bring is Red very Hood as a Yeah, if they bring back Red Hood as like a standalone film, that would be fine. That would be something that. that like DC could actually. Bro, if that's they what do I'm saying. That, that, that's something DC could stand on. They're gonna bring it. They're gonna bring back the Batman family, Nightwing, Batgirl. Uh, they're gonna tell the Robin story, why he got killed. They're gonna do the Killing Joke. They're gonna do shit like that, and I, I think that's so fine. That's what. That's that Batman shit that you want to see. You know what I'm saying? So if they could do that properly with the first the Batman and set that up and have. Uh, Jared Leto be somewhat solid. I think it's going to be very, very good for them moving forward. Bring I wasn't, yo, I wasn't feeling. I I really tried to give Suicide Squad a chance. Man, that's a mouthful to say. I tried to give Suicide Squad a chance, and it was so underwhelming, yo. Harley Quinn was the greatest thing about that film, and even she couldn't like as good as Margot Robbie is, and as good as Will is, and how much I really like adore Will Smith through growing up. It could it just couldn't bring it, man. They didn't bring it for me. So <laughs> they tried to, to, to go too big. Like they could have really did too quickly. That was the worst movie, villain uh, ever. Yeah, like, they could have just they could have just made up a random like some they could have just sent them to like Iran or something. Yeah. Just to kill somebody. Like some <laughs> random guy. And it would have been a way better movie. Yeah. 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 The, the plot was stupid because it was like a superhero movie with super villains and it didn't really give them the proper light that they needed. Uh, but I did like some of the characters. I feel like Will Smith was a little bit of a force. Like you said, Harley Quinn was cool. Um, I It set up future things where there's in a, if they're in a smaller movie playing a smaller part, I would be interested in seeing them again. But other than uh, Deadshot, and Harley Quinn, I don't want to see any of them niggas ever again. To be honest with you, ever. But um, yeah, that one got definitive four thumb down. Rest in peace, Rick James. A definitive. <laughs> <laughs> rest in peace, Charlie Murphy for sure. Uh, <laughs> hey, real quick. Oh yes, rest in peace, Charlie Murphy. Um, rest in peace to Stanley Weston. This guy is uh, he created the actual uh, the first action figure. Back in, uh, I want to say, 1968, he created the very first G.I. Joe like action figure. And that's what popped off all the whole action figure wave after that. So rest in peace Ooh. to that guy. He just died like uh, a couple few days ago. Shouts to the bag. Because <laughs> he was definitely getting to it. Uh, yeah, rest in peace. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, man, just to... Let's... We've had a good uh, comic book conversation, but to wrap everything up, uh, I want to talk about something that's in the Marvel Universe that may be the best comic book movie out there so far, and that's Deadpool, man. Deadpool is on his way back. Wow, okay. Deadpool 2. Oh, you mean with Donald Glover? Donald Glover's uh, animated? No, no, we're going to talk about that, though. I'm talking about uh, the... Deadpool, Deadpool 2 that's dropping in uh, next next year. It's supposed to be February, but I think they're doing summer. Summer 2018. Okay. Uh, Cable. Deadpool and Cable. They're doing Heroes for Hire. Uh, Domino's going to be in there as well. Speaking of Donald Glover, the chick from um, 
eight, uh, Atlanta is going to be Domino, which is, I don't really okay, like her. Wow. I think I think that's interesting. But uh, yeah, Deadpool, man. I feel is like this Josh Brolin's cable. Is this the one uh, Josh Brolin's supposed to be cable? Yeah. The, the dude who's playing Thanos. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's definitely uh, Cable. I, I think that's kind of cool too. But I like Cable. Cable was one of my favorite dudes off of yeah. Marvel versus Capcom. So um, yeah, okay. Cable's fire. Okay. Cable's fire. But uh, it's gonna be interesting because they're setting up Deadpool with New Mutants and um, the new X Men. Uh, they're getting okay. into like a rated R X Men over there. They feel like uh, Fox feels like rated R is their lane, and I. 100% appreciate that. I loved yes. the fact that that was Wolverine film. Ooh, Logan. Yeah. Logan was yeah. incredible. That's that's a, a top, so that's, by top the way, five that's, superhero movie. Yeah, oh, wow. They're re-releasing Logan uh, all black and white and all black and white prints. So Ooh. be on the lookout for things. Like, that's going to be a high little look. Uh, yes, the Deadpool movie was spot on. Deadpool is one of my top five favorite superhero characters, period. The comics with him and uh, Cable, those go so hard. They are so fulfilling and like gratifying as a comic book fan to read because they play off each other so well. Um, so I got crazy expectations for a new Deadpool film. The last joint was hard too. That's the, I Man. think that's one of the only films Fox got really right. Me too. Me too, especially after they fucked up uh, the first one with Logan. Uh, Origins That shit was That was <laughs> oh, One of the worst man. I was in my yeah. I was in the movie Like yo What the fuck Is that Who is that Like what, what if, <laughs> I was per, I was befuddled My nigga Like that shit Was ridiculous yeah. But uh, yeah I'm so glad They're doing Deadpool Right Ryan Reynolds Is the perfect dude To do it uh, The That's humor in it Like There's actually A theory out there That The writers Of course Wrote it, wrote it But the writers Wrote the First Deadpool movie from the perspective that Deadpool wrote it. It's crazy. That's it's crazy, and that's super dope because that's Cause exactly that's Deadpool how shit. like Deadpool should do. Yeah. Have you ever read? Uh, get into a tangent. Have you ever read Deadpool Kills the Marvel Universe? I saw the uh, the breakdown of it. That shit is insane, bro. Oh my god, <laughs> yo, read that. that the way he kills every single hero this is, is so wild. And then he goes up to kill his uh his creator, and then he <laughs> comes out the comic books and kills the writers. That's your it blew my mind. That yo. shit was fine. But uh, he's raw. He might yo, be the X-Men illest guy super, out. Which one am I thinking of? X Men. I want to say because um, he even fucked with Thanos, man, and he he stole the, the Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> Uh, the X Men where um where Ryan Reynolds first comes out in it um where he's like uh, Logan uh, no it's Wolverine uh, Origins yeah Wolverine okay. Origins I said Logan Yo, Origins right? Ryan Reynolds killed that role too that wasn't the greatest film but uh, bro he had he was, he was Bachata from fucking uh Marvel uh Mortal Kombat he was Bachata <laughs> oh you mean uh what's, what's his oh, name oh, I forget his ah, name Baraka 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 oh my God he was <laughs> He with was no mouth. When it first came out, like yeah, his introduction yeah. scene was shit. That the shit was horrible. They open the elevator and he's like killing. He's like taking out all the bullets. Yo, he was a perfect person to play. I thought they was really gonna come through with it. Man, when they turned him into Baraka, the teleporting Baraka, I was like, yo, stop right there. Keep on the pause. <laughs> Give me my money back. <laughs> like, <laughs> that yeah. shit was hot trash, boy. Like, yo, you're right. I'm I'm highly looking forward to every Deadpool film that comes out. I I thought that joint and it 
it wasn't enough to see. For me, I'm like a huge Deadpool fan, so the first film wasn't even enough. As good as it was, I could have sat there for another three hours watching a Deadpool movie. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I'm ready for all of them. I'm gonna keep it funky, and I'm a snob. I wanna, I love to trash every film possible I can. Uh, but no, they they did it. They did the damn thing with that one. Nah. So whatever definitely. the team was that worked on that really needs to get their hands on. Because I'm looking at the uh, the new mutant stuff, and they're gonna have they want to take it more of a like a YA kind of edgy like teen. Yep. And yep. I think that's cool. Definitely get the fans, get your hook hook, hook them in early. Uh, they're gonna have old girl from Game of Thrones. Uh, Arya Stark, she's gonna be in it. Uh, I'd like to see who they get to be Sunspot and uh, some of the other some of the other people. But I'm looking forward to all the stuff after the Infinity Joint. Like I want to see kind of what the new X Men might bring if they bring through Sentry, if they put like Spidey and uh, New Avengers. Now that's what I'm trying to see. All that. That's a good um, good thing to round up on to tie this up in a bow. What are our expectations for after uh, Infinity Gauntlet? Because a few things are kind of already laid out that's supposed to take uh, shape. Uh, Spider Man's supposed to be the next guy. Ant Man and the Wasp are supposed to be in there. Captain Marvel, the the new Guardians of the Galaxy, Adam Warlock. So they kind of got some things set up, and they already said we're gonna have a new Avengers, we're gonna have a new a new Guardians after Volume Three. So there's some things in the works. So how are you guys feeling about that? Especially because Spider Man has a whole lot of hype coming up. A lot of people are expecting great things from that, even though they're showing too much of the movie in the fucking previews. <laughs> I hate I'll that shit, man. I, I watch I'm, every single one. I'm hyped up. I'm hyped. Yeah, but it's just like, yo, um, how much of the plot are you gonna give us? Like, you gave us the first battle, the second battle, the third battle. We see all the villains. Like, what's the movie, fam? Like, y'all better have some twists and turns in that motherfucker. Or I'm gonna be tight. I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. They put a lot of detail into it because I saw a screenshot where he's about to fight the vulture and they're going through a tunnel in a taxi cab. The license plate on the taxi cab says SM zero six eight or something like that. And that's the actual issue, the first issue that the Vulture comes Fire. out, Spider-Man 68. Fire. So I'm like, yo, they're putting, they're putting detail into it. So already they got me hooked. Right. I like the kid playing Spider-Man 2, him in uh, Civil War. I thought I thought he had a great little come out in that. Um, I'm I'm interested to see what they do with the new Avengers. I want to see who they bring into the Avengers. Um, I want to see, I, I really want to see Sentry on screen. Because he's like pretty much the only cat that's ever gone really, really toe-to-toe with the Hulk. Mm. And I want to see what, like, what happens with him, uh, how they deal with like Captain America dying, potentially, uh, what what may happen in that. Does Bucky turn into Captain America? Or is Falcon going to turn into him? Uh, how does Spidey take on the roles? Like, I'm ready to see. Like I'm looking forward to all the Infinity movies. I think they're going to let us down as far as <laughs> if you read the comics, you'll probably be let down. But... Most people did not read the comics. Most people that are going to go watch those Infinity movies didn't read the comics, and they're going to love them. They're going to be gigantic cash cows. But, you know, I think Marvel is on up and up, man. They're killing DC, like, bar none, so. I feel you. I feel you. I, I definitely see where you're coming from. I damn sure don't want to see anybody. If if Captain America dies, just let let him go. But understandable. Silly, what, what do you feel? They could bring through, hey, on the, on the low. Oh, my bad. But they on the low, they could bring through U.S. agent. And we really wanted to get hot. Nah. Like, if they that brought sounds, U.S. agent That sounds out, like yo. a sleeper. That's That definitely sounds like a, a sleeper for sure. Like, like a... 
a soft pillow, you know what I'm saying? Cool night, uh, warm Yo, blanket. Yo, you have to eat to this top, bro. <laughs> Yo, you have to eat to this top. You're tripping, a soft pillow. This ain't no J. Cole. Yo, U.S. Agent is hard. Cold world, or no blanket. If they hit if they brought Moonlight out, yo, that would be a very silly. Tough silly, give me something to wake me up. I don't know what bro we talking about. <laughs> well, give me something. Give me something. I'm throwing potatoes down at the end of the table, bro. I'm throwing some. I'm throwing tater pots right now. Hey, we yeah. about to have a food fight in this motherfucker. You better chill out, boy. Yeah. Hey, like Nori say, relax. <laughs> yeah. I think it's kind of a uh, a toss up when it go because you know they said they were going to introduce like what. 60 characters in Infinity Gauntlet. They have to. So, yeah. so you can, I mean, who knows like who's going to respond to what characters and you know what I'm saying, who will be hot enough to, to drive their own movie. I do think that they're going to use Nick Fury in a way that we like aren't expecting because he hasn't been around like two movies. So I think my theory is that Nick Fury has been off like chasing the Red Skull because they never... It's never said what happened to him. Yeah, Red Skull's so, out somewhere in space. But so he's still in the Nick, MCU. So Nick Fury's gonna show up with all these extra characters. Like, yo, y'all were fighting, you know what I'm saying, whoever. I was out here getting popping in space. I got this team, I got my old team. Like, now we gotta go do some take care of business. Mm. So I think that's what's gonna happen in, like, the next phase. Like, Nick Fury probably gonna get his own movie. That would be, I would be share what, he, what he was doing. Also, um, we didn't talk about it yet. Uh, we don't have too much time left, but Black Panther, man, I'm I'm looking forward to that. We'll get into that uh, in a part two, uh, closer to it. But um, P- Black Panther is gonna be fire. All black cast. Oh, both. A lot of a lot of black queens. Like the the Dumalaje is gonna be uh, a plus plus man. Like oh, that shit's gonna be. God. That's gonna be Ooh, a me. great. That's gonna be black excellence, opulence, decadence, fam. Like for sure. So I can't I can't wait for that one either. We can't leave Black Panther out. But um, man, we 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 talked about a lot. We didn't get to get get into uh, Shazam or Black Adam movies, but we we touched we we went all over the place, man. We got Deadpool in there. We got a lot of hot takes off about the MCU. A lot of DC take, uh, hot takes for sure. Oh uh, my god! Wonder Woman's gonna be that mouthwash. Go ahead. Oh man, chill. Before the lunch bell sounds. <laughs> I gotta know DC or Marvel. Which one y'all? Oh, taking? come on, man! Come on, we're not even. Are, are we talking comic books? Or are we talking about movie universe? Yo, entity, entity, DC versus Marvel, straight Ooh. up and down. Um, I, I, I gotta say, uh, I gotta say Marvel because they have um, more compelling stories. Like I feel like. Thanos okay. and the Infinity Gauntlet is just so, so amazing. Like, that's like top three comic book stories, if not number one, arguably, of all time. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, he's a great villain, and like his thirst for, for love for somebody who's so sinister is just, it's a ridiculous story. What about you, bro? I'm, I'm going to go with Marvel. I think, because I think they're just way better at, at capturing. The human elements of like superheroes. Mm. Agreed. Exactly. Agreed. Damn, it's gonna be. I wanted to be. Damn, I wanted to be contrarian just because both of y'all said you Marvel. You can't do but, it. Uh, you can't. You can't. It's Marvel. DC. I think DC has the more iconic uh, yes. characters, being Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Flash. Uh, but Marvel has the deeper roster. They got the better stories, like you said. 
that Hulk, the Hulk, everything about the cosmic entities of Marvel just Man, blows my mind. Yo. Their universe is so all so those, wide. Like, they they go yeah. from Earth to like you said, the cosmic entities, the one above all. Like they have all those types oh, of crazy, yeah. uh, mind blowing things in there as well. And I, they have great stories, man. Great writers. Uh, it's very. It's a great. lot of. Uh, I, shout out to all my hoteps and all my woke folks out there. If you really want to, you really want to catch a little bit of esoteric knowledge. Get into the Marvel cosmic stuff. Man, they, they, some of that stuff that they get into is very much like yo. You could be reading that in like some of the tablets. So shout out to the one above all for sure, man. Like for yeah. sure, like you absolutely right. right. I, yo, I had a conversation. Not to, not to keep it going too far. I had a conversation about uh, how are they going to start introducing these entities in some of the films? They like, how would have. you deal with the Beyonder film at scope? What with Dormammu? Uh, no, Dormammu, uh, the Celestial in um in um Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One, and then um also okay. in Volume Two they have the um the Watchers in there uh, with with Stan Lee. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna spoil yeah. that for you. But the Watchers are the Watchers are kind of like on but the they, lower part. But, of the but they show you that we're time. we're we're here with it. We're thinking about that type of shit. But also okay. Infinity Infinity War Infinity Gauntlet requires that because. He, yeah. like I said earlier, Thanos becomes infinity, so or, or uh, eternity. So we're gonna have to. He goes see after. That. He goes after the in betweener. That's Lord what I'm saying. Chaos, he kills them. Water, like, champion of the universe. Like, fam, you know, we gotta see him. We gotta see him be the badass, yeah. badass, badass that we know and love. Like bottom line, that's what we need to see. But like, yeah, man, we gotta, we gotta wrap it. The, the lunch bell is about to sound. We got about a minute and a half left. Um, we had a great conversation though, man. I appreciate y'all for coming to the lunch table and chopping it up with me, getting a little nerdy with me. I, uh, bro, he's got a little tape on his glasses now. He's trying to keep one arm hey, behind his hey. ear. You know what I mean? Like the, hey, blank man status. Okay, that's blank man status. Swag. Nah, silly is over there slurping his chocolate milk, and the lunch line is closing. He can't get no more. So we gotta get out of here. We gotta get to class, man. But uh, I wanted y'all to shout out your your socials so everybody can find you and keep up with y'all. Of course, everybody know about points off, but we gotta tell them as much as we can, bro. So um, go ahead, silly genius, plug your shit first, and then uh, we'll get rolling out of here. Hey man, you catch me on Twitter at, uh, at silly genius, silly underscore genius, uh, silly dash genius.com and one at silly Yo, y'all gotta check out his Tumblr. My man's aesthetic is crazy. It's crazy. We didn't get into it too much. I just want to get his opinion today, but like this dude is a real artist, man, for sure. You gotta uh, check him out. And respect to you uh, holding down for the independent artists. I saw you tweeting a lot about that chick who got her art stolen for 11K. So. You know what I mean, he was definitely holding it down for that. Uh, Broy, go ahead, talk to him, man. Let, let him know Yo. where they can get them points off at. Points off wins every day, all day. You already know what it is. We at the lunch table with it, and we about to go worldwide with it. Worldwide. Uh, we already have some worldwide sales, but we definitely keep worldwide. New drop. Keep on the lookout for that. If you go to the pointsoff.net, nothing but net right now, you will see a couple of the teasers I got up there. Some of the new uh, the new gear will be out soon. Uh, we get we getting our stuff together, man. We we 
really getting the points. We kind of like we we hoarding right now, so we want to release some real good stuff for y'all soon. Now my man, um, um, he's putting out some new logos. He, I, I, I see it. I see it coming. He gearing up for a hot, hot summer. You know what I'm saying? Teaching people how to get these points off. And I can't wait to see it, bro. I, I see you out there bubbling. Make sure y'all follow up uh, points off wins. Uh, that's the only uh, off, social well, media my man got right in. now. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> he oh, he's zero uh, dark thirty. Is now, he is now a myth. Zero bro, dark thirty, bro. Brody three thousand is now a myth. You can reach me only if you up. You ever want to hear the Brody three thousand hot takes and ridiculousness? You go only exclusively on the Three Large Podcast. Hey, now. we exclusive, so baby. We're loved at Brody three thousand. Hey, the rest in peace, the mulatto humanado. <laughs> yes. Not in real life, but on, you know, right, on right, Twitter. right, right. Just on the just on the socials. That's the peak. Two thousand nine <laughs> to two thousand seventeen. Let that guy go. But you can catch That's him gross. at the lunch table. He he will be at the lunch table sporadically. Once a month, you say something school. like that, something like that to get these Some, points um, off. Jan, Jan Sports on ready with one one composition notebook and one <laughs> pencil ready to go, ready to give you a hot takes on anything. Fact though. topic you need, I got you. Facto, man. Facto. That's my guy right there. Uh, make sure y'all go check out all the point of the episodes we had, man. Uh, Mad Points, uh, Henny and the Chai Tea, part, part three part series. Make sure you go check. Shout out Mike Terror one time, of course, for holding it yes, down. Big uh, shout out Mike Terror. The many hoop talks that we've had, uh, the many hoop discussions. Make sure y'all go listen to all of them. And please, please, please go to pointsoff.net to go get your shit together. You know what I'm saying? Because success, Lives over there But if you're listening To the Free Lunch Podcast I hope you know Where to find me If not You're probably new It's all good man Welcome welcome We got plenty of food For thought for everybody Make sure you follow me At C-H-U-C-K Underscore H-A-Z-E On Twitter uh, Use the hashtag The Free Lunch Podcast Hashtag The Free Lunch Podcast Hashtag The Free Lunch Podcast To get involved With the conversation man Also uh, Rate review on iTunes Man we need those Five star reviews Comment on SoundCloud uh, follow us on SoundCloud to get your weekly uh, plates of food for thought. And, uh, yeah, man, we just want to keep it moving and grooving. Oh, also, be on the lookout for my first book, man. It's a, it's going to be a, a big, big, big event. Uh, October is right around the corner, and Front Street will be here before you know it, man. It's the new golden rule. We're teaching people how we want to be treated by being congruent, credible beings, all right? The only way to learn about that is just by listening to the Free Lunch Podcast and following me on Twitter, man. Hashtag Front Street. But also, I got to remind you every single week, man, change is imminent, but growth is completely optional. Make sure you're choosing growth out here, man. It's a choice. It's a choice, fam. I appreciate y'all, and I will catch y'all next week. Peace. Free Lunch Podcast!